guys, and welcome back to another episode of Blastburn Radio Adventures. I'm Steven. I'm Tanner. I'm Celeste. And I'm Jacob. And where we where we last left our intrepid group of misadventurers, Sakamoto was babysitting the, the Pokemon Center. Celeste was skulking down an alley with her girl Annie. And and Nick nothing particularly spectacular happened to Nick. He's having a pretty a pretty chill good time, I think. Isn't that right? I'm so fucked. <laughs> So we we left our good boy Nick on on a bit of a cliffhanger. He's he's in a spot of trouble. He's been been collared by an officer Jenny who is very aware that he had a ghost type spoopum on his shoulder that is mysteriously absent in a place where neither he nor said spoopum should be. So naturally, let's check in with Sakamoto. <laughs> Whew, I don't have to figure out what to do for a couple more minutes. Yes, yes. So, so Jacob, what is Sakamoto doing back in the Pokemon Center? So, I was left to watch the counter, right? The the Joy needed to go and do something upstairs, and she's just like, watch it for me. Yes, Joy was doing her rounds, but she knows you. She has a pretty good relationship, and she basically just kind of asked you to stay in the lobby and hang out in case someone comes in who needs immediate help. Got you. Was there anybody in the lobby aside from me, or was it just me and Slugger? No. At, at, at the time we left off, it was just you and Slugger, all of the trainers who are passing through the the area. Uh, it's 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 past lights out in the Pokemon Center, so they're all in their, their rooms for the night. Uh, whether they're, they're sleeping or up to no good, obviously, is probably going to vary from room to room, but they are certainly not out loitering. And, and currently, you kind of have the run of the place. Okay. So I think what I would probably be doing then is I imagine I've got a phone of some sort because I need to contact people. And because we're living in, you know, like modern day Pokemon, this phone probably has games on it. So I'd probably pull it out, start playing games on it. Slugger would see that I'm playing games and like try to jack the phone from me so he could play. And then we just end up fighting over the phone. Scrafty, scrafty. And he just headbutts you right in the knee because that's the closest thing he can reach. God, I actually pick him up and I headbutt him. <laughs> Your head hurts. Of course he <laughs> he's, does. He's, he's fine. Your head hurts. <laughs> no. Scrafty. It's a show of so, dominance, man. As, as you are ref- wrestling with your little scrappy boy, your phone actually dings. Okay. So we stop fighting and we both look at the phone. Okay, you've got a little, a little notification. It looks like a little swablu. And, and you recognize it as a, a text message notification. Okay. Open the text. It's from your mom. It says, where are you? Oh, crap. <laughs> I would probably start typing, oh, shit, sorry. And then I'm like, wait, not in front of mom. And then I backspace it. And I'm like, oh, crap, sorry. Forgot to tell you. Helping out Joy. I'll be back later tonight. You get back. You get back a single K with a period. I type, I'm sorry, and I send it to her. <laughs> Nothing for a few minutes, followed by, it's okay, but I worry about you. I don't want you to turn out like your dad. I go and I curl up behind the counter. What? <laughs> uh, she made me feel bad. I'm curling up behind the counter. Oh, you're, you're curling up. Okay, I'm sorry. I think there might have been a lag spike. I heard you're going to go look behind the counter. I'm like, what the fuck are you looking for behind the counter? No, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I'm balling up behind the counter. I'm like, oh. 
We're going to rob the Pokemon Center that doesn't take money. Need to find that (laughs) X-Speed. Okay, now, we're not necessarily leaving this scene, but I do need a quick moment of clarification from you, Celeste. Where we left you last night, Annie was kind of shadowing Nick. She wasn't walking with him. She was keeping her distance, but she was following the same sort of path. Is... So I assume that she is aware of Nick's current situation. Yes. Yes. Has she, has she yet taken any action whatsoever? Nope, not yet. Okay. I just I just needed to confirm. Very good. Very good. Very good. Okay. So as you are cowering behind the counter in shame, letting letting shame rule your entire body, Sakamoto. Um, you do hear soft footsteps behind you as, as Joy comes back around the corner. She's got a, a hand towel and she's wiping her hands and then her brow. She's clearly been very physically working on her patients in the time that she's been gone and she sees you and she just goes, oh honey, what's wrong? I don't want to talk about it. And she's going to bend down and she's going to give you a big hug and she's going to be like, kid, don't don't be so hard on yourself. Like you're you're a good guy, Sakamoto. I I know that you're a good guy. Like, do, do you need anything? No, I'm 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 good. Okay. Well, I'm I'm done with my rounds. I mean, you know, I'm not kicking you out. You can hang out if you want to, but I I don't really like need you here and it is after curfew. I don't want you to get in trouble. Shouldn't you be getting home? Closing time starts playing in the background. I uh, I actually do want to hang out here for a little bit, if if that's okay. Did you make your mom mad again? Little kid, you know she's just worried about you. I mean, yeah, and that's why I like do the things I do. But she still gets angry at me, and God, freaking heck. Well, you you are your father's son, kid. I know you don't want to hear it. I know that you don't like him, but you're you're just like him, and she sees that in you, and she worries. I, I'm never going to treat my mom like that piece of shit. No, and you shouldn't. But there's good in him too. There was good in him. What do you think your mom saw in him? Why do you think she was with him? And that's in you too. You need to see it. You're just because you're like him does not make you a bad guy, Sakamoto. I turn to to Slugger. I want to see what 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 his face is belying. Slugger has lost all interest in this fucking conversation. In fact, since you've been balled up in in the corner and feeling sorry for yourself, he now has sole ownership of your phone, and he's he's playing uh, Flappy Pete of on it. <laughs> I don't know whether that makes me feel better or worse. Scraggy! Scrap! Scraggy! And he, he shoots you a shit-eating grin. I, I go to look at the phone to see if he's beaten my score. <laughs> he's demolished your score. God damn it, Slogger! <laughs> Freaking give me that back! Scraggy! Look here, it's my phone, I have the high score. And and as Sakamoto and Slugger go back to squabbling over said cell phone, and I assume at this point Nurse Joy just shakes her head and busies herself tidying something, we can we can go ahead and, and leave Sakamoto here for the moment, I think. Okay, so 
We're going to check in first with Annie and then with Nick. But first, I have two very, very important questions for you, Tanner, because I am a very unorganized DM and I do not yet have a copy of all of the relevant documents. What is Peridot's instinct stat? It is plus one. Okay. And what is her nature? Her nature is... Careful, right? Careful. Careful. Okay. Okay. Mark experience for Peridot. Everybody's doing (laughs) shitty tonight. This isn't actually a terrible thing for you. It's just not a better thing for you. Peridot did not notice you being collared by the cops. And so went on with the task that you assigned her. Okay. So, Annie, you have seen Nick, the, the young man that you have been assigned to work with, immediately collared by a police officer who clearly has a strong suspicion, if not proof, that he has absolutely no business being where he is doing whatever it is he is doing. What do you do? Well, first of all, I curse under my breath and weigh options because getting caught by an officer Jenny would really suck. But at the same time, pissing off Lopini Lou would be a bad idea, too. And that rhymed, but oh well. Anyway, um, so I think I'm going to try to look for an opening where we can cause a distraction. And I'm going to tell um, Saiten to keep an eye out to where he could run in and maybe grab something from Opera's Journey. Maybe her radio to cause some commotion. I'm Satan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so so your plan currently is to try to sneak close enough to act without being caught and then instruct Satan to cause a distraction and run away so that maybe Nick can flee? Is, yes. is that is that correct? Okay. Well then, first, what is Satan's nature? Naughty. Naughty. Okay, he's down to clown. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. He is he is all about this. Okay, so so he doesn't have to roll to see if he fucking listens to you. Cool, 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 cool. Okay, so roll instinct to attempt to stealthily approach the situation. Okay. Nine, and then my instinct is three on Annie. Okay, so you, you got a 12. So you and, and we'll, we'll say that Satan is probably riding on your shoulder. And so is not necessarily sneaking himself, but is just kind of riding the sneak train. You do manage to sneak to within, within about 12 feet of the ongoing situation without being seen or heard. Okay. Very good. Very good. So now the intention is to instruct your APOM to run in snatch something and and just dip correct Mm -hmm. okay and lose okay this seems very much like an act of bravery to me for for satan so go ahead and roll valor for him okay eight plus zero eight plus zero okay so that is a mixed success so we are going to say that that mixed success looks like. So so Satan the Apom comes dashing out of the shadows, is no longer making any attempt at subterfuge. In fact, he wants to be seen. He wants to make a scene. So he's just running in like, Apom, Apom, Apom. And he uses his long, dexterous tail to reach up and grab the flashlight 
out of this officer Jimmy's hand and just dips down the street as fast as he possibly can, squeaking, hey, Pom, hey, Pom, hey, Pom, the whole way. Just as making as much of a ruckus and a scene as he possibly can. He does manage to snatch the item. He does manage to get away. And Nurse Joy immediately sends her Duskull partner after him. She goes, hey, what, what, what the? Ah, ah, Wisp, go, go, go find that monkey. Do you mean Officer Jenny? Or is Nurse Joy also here? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm kind of a racist. They all look the same to me. <laughs> no, no, it is, it is again, very much the older Jenny that we discussed previously with the salt and pepper hair that's starting to be a little bit more, more pepper. It's, well, I, I guess salt and pepper's not the right word because it's blue and gray, but y- you get it. A little bit more gray than blue these days. Um, and, sh- and so she yells for Wisp, her partner, Duskull, to chase after the APOM and Duskull, Duskull. And, and the, the Duskull goes floating after not nearly as fast as a monkey running at full tilt but he can also see in the dark real good so that's probably something of an advantage in this atmosphere but now officer jenny is left alone without her pokemon and without her flashlight in the the kind of dim street lit area so she can see but not nearly as clearly as she could previously Mm -hmm. does annie try anything else or is that the extent that she's going to put herself out there to to alter this situation currently well my apom's already putting himself at risk so i'm gonna go ahead and try to grab nick and run through the alleys as try to lose jenny okay well i suppose two quick questions mm-hmm. where are you are positioned you are obviously hidden from the jenny and you're hidden well and that's that's very well and good can nick see you how is this positioned? Are you like behind the Jenny where Nick can see you, but she cannot? Or are you just straight hidden? I'm pretty sure he could probably see me because of the APOM, where the APOM ran out. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. And, and he knows that the APOM is your partner. So he would instinctively be looking for you at that point, I'd imagine. Correct, Tanner? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, to me, this is kind of how it went down from Nick's perspective. Like, I'm having a nice chat with the officer, thinking, boy, am I right? Fucked. And, you know, uh, Sidon comes running out. And, of course, not wanting to give that away. And when it snatches her flashlight, I go, fuck. And then I go, oh, sorry, language. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So so, so you're playing the role of the spooked little kid who wasn't expecting any of this. Yep. You're too old for this shit. Okay. Well, you see Annie, like, tensing and preparing to make a move. Are are you going to react to that, or are you going to see how this plays out? Well, I guess the question is, I mean, I could look at her, but if I angle my head to look directly at her, the Jenny may look in that direction. Question of the day, do I think that she's close enough to hear me? Yeah, she is She is within 10 feet, so she can most certainly hear what you two are saying. Okay. Am I free to take an action then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if you want to step in here and, and interrupt uh, in any way, I also want to make it very, very clear that as you are all a part of kind of this, this criminal underground within Celadon, I don't think you know, like, anything nearly as, like, complex as, like, the Thieves language in Dungeons & Dragons, for instance. Oh, yeah. But you probably have, like, a shared set of simple hand signs that are commonly used among 
among folks of a, a dubious nature. That's not to say that this police officer would not recognize some of those necessarily, and that wouldn't clue her on, but those are things that you probably have access to within reason. All right. So I curse as mentioned, and then uh, apologize for my language being a teenager who's just been busted after dark. I don't want to dig myself any deeper of a hole, but once I see the APOM run off and her send her, um, uh, what is it? A dust call after it? Yes. I kind of look at that and, uh, I sigh and go, look, officer Jenny, I'm, I'm going to level with you. I'm out. I'm out late. And I had my dad's save a lie with me. I did. I sent her home cause I, I know I'm not supposed to have her out, but it looks like you kind of got an issue going on. I promise you, I can see myself home and I'm in right trouble with my mom. So please just, just let me get home and get to bed. I got school in the morning. I am going to bow my head as the good little kid that I should be. Who's right caught. Leaning into that, I'm a busted fucking teenager, and there ain't nothing I can do to get out of it. And I'm doing it with just the the same level of of diction and just responsibility and ownership for my fuck up as I can. Okay, go ahead and give me an instinct roll. Do not roll snake eyes, goddammit. Uh, ten. No, 11. 11. Okay, so that is is a total success. So she buys your story, and and she looks at you, and she just kind of sighs, and she's just like, look, I don't know what it is with you uptown snobby kids thinking that the rules don't apply to you, but there's a curfew in this town for a reason, and you know damn well that outside of school grounds, you are not supposed to have a Pokemon. Like, I get that it's a family pet. I know that a lot of kids do it. But do you know what can happen out here after dark? Do, do you understand that if you have an unballed Pokemon with you, that, that other wild Pokemon, what, feral Pokemon, might might take that as a challenge? I, I, I actually didn't think about that. I, I mean, honestly, I knew I was going to be out late, and I... It might not surprise you. I wasn't real comfortable being out here alone by myself. So I just, you know, came around and said, hey, you want to go for a walk with me? And, you know, I mean, Amethyst is a good girl. And and she came along. But that's that's a real fucking good point. I I didn't think. I'm, I'm sorry. She's going to sigh. And she's going to kind of rub her, hair, her hand through her hair. And she's going to look off in the direction that her her dust gold chased that am that apom because she clearly is concerned as to how that went if for only for her pokemon fuck the flashlight and she looks back at you and she says who's your mom kid god i gave her my name last time not my real name uh so it's erica right yeah 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 that that, that is the family of former celadon gym leader erica so because i'm tongue-tied i'm going to say exactly that and i said you know my mom's out promoting her perfume line. I kind of, why I'm out late and I'm going to get a whole bunch of shit. But yeah, that that's my mom. I think you know where she lives. And she's just going to kind of kind of look at you for a minute. And, and clearly she's thinking good and hard. And, and she's just going to finally just look away. And she's going to snap her fingers. And she's going to point in the direction of the manor house in which the family you have falsely claimed to belong to lives. And without another word, she's just going to stomp away in the direction that her Pokemon ran. 
Yes, ma'am. Thank, thank you, ma'am. And I'm going to get my ass towards that manor house. Okay. Now, luckily for you, because you did roll a complete success, she's not watching to make sure you go in. She is already walking away. Okay, so you have solved my officer puzzle. Uh, <laughs> uh. Hey, look, my plan wasn't that bad. <laughs> Good job to the both of you. Celeste, I assume that Annie probably has contingencies in plan where when she has to separate from from Satan during the the acts of thievery that, that you must commit from time to time that you have set locations where you would meet back up, correct? Mm. Yes. Okay, so are you going to like tear ass for the, the closest meetup spot or are you going to hang out and, and try to be of further assistance? I'm going to tear ass for the closest meetup spot. He's okay. Okay. I know that you both exchanged telephone numbers with Sakamoto. Have you exchanged contact information with each other? Yeah, I think we established that we did that before mm-hmm. we headed out. Okay, very good, very good. So at, at that point, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll leave it up to you how you depart from from Nick, Annie, but but Annie is, of course, going to go to the closest uh, meetup spot to, to meet up with her Pokemon. I'm sure that you're probably more than a little bit concerned that he's getting himself into some real trouble without you. Because that seems to kind of be his nature, is to get into some real shit, unless you're there to stop him. Mm-hmm. Okay, so do you say anything, or do you just bounce? I'm gonna hiss, be more careful, at Nick, and then bounce. I'm not near you right now, because I ran the fuck home. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, unquote. Alright, alright, fair. So, you go to your, your closest liaison point with, with Saiten. He is there. He he does still have the flashlight. He did not drop it to ward off the suit. <laughs> he kept it. That thing is a trophy, and he is very clearly proud of himself. So yeah, he he still very much has this big mag maglite flashlight that has no value and is a huge liability, but he's very proud of himself for managing to hang on to it. Sign <laughs> <Simon> used pickup. Sign <laughs> did use pickup. It was super goddamn effective. Okay. So that brings us back to, to you, Nick. So you have successfully shaken the fuzz. You are now standing on the doorstep of a manor house that is approximately a block away from the house that is genuinely your target, where Peridot is currently scoping out the garden hedge maze. What do you do? So. It's been two weeks, but she and I would have set a rendezvous point. Yes. And I think it's safe to say, I don't know if we established this last time, but that maybe that should be the Pokemon Center where Sakamoto is because it's not far away. Okay. And that is a reasonable place to be from time to time being a, you know, Pokemon medical facility and all that good jazz. So if that's the case and we're good with that, I'm going to head there and wait. For her to show up. And she's careful. She knows not to like appear to everybody when she shows her face. Okay. Annie, is is that going to be your plan as well once you meet up with, with your APOM to rendezvous with the others back at the Pokemon Center? That probably would make the most sense. Okay. Very good. Tanner, go ahead and roll roll Mystic for, for Paradox. Um, eight. Eight. Okay. Okay. We'll say 
for the sake of argument that Nick, you get back to the Pokemon Center first because you don't have to mm-hmm. go to a third location and wait for a kleptomaniac monkey to show up with his spoils of war. Um, and you and you find a, a very bummed Sakamoto and a very happy Scraggy waiting for you there. I think Nurse Joy is going to kind of give you a look, uh, a young man coming in after curfew with no Pokemon to be healed. But since you sit down with, with Sakamoto, she kind of just lets well enough be and goes on with her, her nightly routine. Do you, do you have anything to say to him? Uh, to Sakamoto or to Joy? Well, I mean, I, I suppose to either, but particularly to Sakamoto. And, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll sit down next to him and go, you all right, buddy? Yeah, this little idiot's beating me on, what's that game called again? It was Flappy Padov. Flappy Padov. He beat my high score on Flappy Padov, and now he won't give me back my frickin' phone. Ready. Well, Flappy Padov is a pretty hard game. I, I mean, I don't know, man. I'm not good at it. Definitely beat my high score. I pull out my phone and check my high score and go, fuck, you blew me out of the water, too. Slugger immediately drops Sakamoto's phone and snatches yours and starts playing Flappy Padov on your phone. Okay. Hey, that's not nice. I hand uh, Sakamoto his phone back. Thank you. <laughs> so as, as you are playing musical phones, I think at this point, Annie and Satan come walking in the door with Satan with a, a bright silver new mag light clutched firmly in his tail hand, waving it proudly in the air. Hip-hop, hip-hop. I, I'm probably fighting him for it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think seeing the Pokemon entering Nurse Joy is going to bustle over and go, Oh my sweetie, does he need some healing? Uh, Yeah, he does. I'm going to take that opportunity to try to get the Maglet away while she's doing that. <laughs> you you managed to. I, I think that for all of his faults, Satan knows better than to act up particularly when in front of an authority figure. But he mm-hmm. gives you a look. He knows what you did. And he is not amused. Hey, pop. Shit, man. All I can think of when that Nurse Joy came over was her asking Annie if she wanted some goddamn sweet tea. <laughs> <laughs> so so Nurse Joy picks picks Sighton up and takes him to the back to give him a little bit of, of TLC. And, and despite his initial grumbling, he's pretty okay with this. He knows that the Joys are, 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 are good, for a, good for a good little Pokemon time. They have a pretty firm don't ask, don't tell policy when it comes to... Your, your actual license status as a Pokemon trainer, they're, they're healthcare professionals. They want to take care of injured Pokemon. They don't particularly care if you're supposed to have them or not. So, so you don't get hassled at all. Are you going to go sit down with the boys? I'm going to ditch the Maglite into the nearest trash receptacle and then go sit down with them. <laughs> clang, 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 clang. From the, from the back, you hear one very loud and dignant, Hip-hop! Uh, when Annie sits down, I go, you saved my bacon. Thanks. Yeah, be more careful. That really should not have happened this early on in a job. Wait, what happened? We shouldn't talk about it here. We'll go back to my place. Okay, so at, as you guys are just kind of sitting, and uh, at this point, I, I'm sure kind of stewing because Annie's a little bit ticked off at you, and Sakamoto is very confused that he's the only person here who doesn't know what happened. You, You feel... A slight pressure on your left shoulder, as well as some little scrabbly claws on the back of your head. And Sakamoto, Annie, you see just the slightest glimpse of like a Cheshire cat smile right to the left of Nick's head. And that's it. 
So as soon as I feel that, I'm going to look at the other two and goes, all right, I got work to do. I need to get to my place. I'll give them my address, I guess. It might be in contact information on the our phones, potentially. Maybe not. I think we're just going to blatantly steal a page from Pokemon World Tour United and say that your Pokedex phones have the bump feature where you can just bump Dexes and share all of the relevant contact information with each other. So one thing that you guys noticed that I did while I was uh, going for a walk, lest you think I'm completely stupid, both of your contact information is in my phone as mom and dad. Just so if I had to call one of you and put you on the phone with Officer Jenny, the phone would say mom or dad on it when I handed it over. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so then, Nick, I assume at that point that you kind of say your your farewells and head home. About that same time, I think Nurse Joy brings uh, Sighton back from the back looking cleaned and primped and and proper. Are you guys going to follow right away or are you going to head home for the night? When I'm heading out, if Nurse Joy is coming back out, I'm going to point at Sakamoto on the way out and go, get home. Your mom's your mom's waiting for you, man. And then, uh, so she feels like I had an excuse to be there uh, <laughs> and then leave. I look kind of confused because I don't remember telling him about my mother. I mean, everybody's got a fucking mother. <laughs> it's late and you're some, you're out after curfew. It, it was a reasonable assumption to make. I mean, fair, but the character is still confused. Yeah, N- Nurse Nurse Joy is going to like immediately start at that and go and look at the clock and go, "Oh my goodness, he's right. You two, your your children, you're out past curfew. Shoo, shoo!" And she's going to shoo you both out with a hand towel. I'm assuming I'm fighting off Apom as he tries to get to the trash bin. Oh, he did. You 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 100% did not stop him. You thought you did. You did not see him go anywhere near it. But as you leave, tucked into his right little monkey hand behind his back is a maglite. Apom found a maglite. <laughs> Freaking pickup monkey. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's Steven. It's your GM, your best friend, just jumping in real quick to go over all of our good, good advertisements. Um, so everybody, thank you so much for checking out this episode and showing your support for the show. We have received so much feedback since we went live uh, with episode zero, and so much of it is positive. You guys are really, really enjoying this series, and we really appreciate you letting us know. Like That feels really, really good, and we're going to do our best to continue to make it really good and exciting exciting and entertaining for you guys and not to fuck it up. Uh, So with that in mind, if you haven't already, please be sure to rate and review the show on your podcatcher of choice, ideally on iTunes. They are the biggest podcast search engine on the internet. And the more people who say they like us on there, the easier it is for us to find new listeners, which is really, really good and great, uh, especially with our, our Patreon campaign. The more people that are listening, the more people that will pledge. And the more people that pledge, the more dope shit we can give to you guys. Uh, 48 hours into Patreon as of this recording, we've already hit our second stretch goal, which is wild to me. And that means that we get to bring you guys a draft league, which is super exciting. And we're so happy to do it. And again... 
the bigger the audience grows, the more of that cool shit we can give you. So please, if you have not already, rate and review the show on iTunes. I really don't want to have to get the disappointed dad face out, guys. Don't make me do it. Uh, now remember, you can follow the show on Twitter or Facebook at Blastburn Radio. Uh, and if you'd like to tweet about the show, live tweet it, provide fan art, any of that good stuff, we'd encourage you to use the hashtag BBR Adventures. We'll be keeping an eye out for what you guys post. And if we all use the hashtag, it makes it really easy for someone to mute it to avoid those spoilers. We want to be considerate of our good, good friends. So we do appreciate that. Uh, you can follow me personally on Twitter at BBR Jolly. You can follow Tanner at Messer Engine. And you can follow Celeste at Celeste the Lost. Uh, again, Jacob is not on Twitter. Uh, he's kind of doing a, a bad. Uh, but we'll keep bugging him until he decides to do a good again. Uh, now, just remember, as this is our our role-playing show, we do want to talk about Tanner's company, Mythic Portal Games. Uh, they make all sorts of incredible art assets, from tokens to map assets that can be used in your campaign on Roll20 or Astral VTT or any other virtual tabletop that you might use. Uh, if you're looking to kick your campaign up a notch and really bring your world to life, Mythic Portal's art assets are a great step to take in that direction. I really cannot recommend them highly enough, and not only because they're made by one of my very best friends. Now, lastly, and perhaps most importantly, this show is totally made possible by the support of listeners just like you over at patreon.com slash challenge accepted media uh, listeners such as flame and air and our good friend nancy bots and of course who could forget aliara all of those guys are supporting the show over at patreon.com slash challenge accepted media and you can too uh, if you'd like to and if you can afford to we we really really appreciate your monthly donations and you get some really cool perks including early access to this show if you if you like it if you love it if you want some more of it uh but not in the weird billy ray cyrus way uh, you could be listening to this episode a whole whole lot earlier over at patreon at the five dollar tier and above if that's compelling to you. Uh, and generally, if, if you want more content from us, more frequent content, if you want this show to come out more often, there's a stretch goal down the road that will make this show come out every two weeks instead of once a month. Uh, all of those things are made possible by Patreon. And for those of you who are supporting the show, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you. We really cannot thank you enough for your support. Okay, that's enough commercials for one day. I'm going to go ahead and get back to the action and I'll see you later. Okay, love you. Bye-bye. All right, so so where are you going, guys? I know Nick's heading home. Where are you guys headed? I'm gonna try to like pull out my phone, but it's not in my pocket. I'm turn to Slugger, and he's got my phone again. Be like, okay. I like just grab him and I put him on my shoulder and I just dash home. Okay, so you're, you're just gonna head home then. Right, I'm gonna be giving freaking Slugger the side eye the entire time, but. Okay, then you, you have a, a fairly uneventful trip home. Uh, again, as, as soon as you kind of cross the bridge over into the neighborhood, I don't think anybody's going to give you really any trouble for being out after dark. Uh, what about you, Annie? Are you going back to Nick's place, or are you going to go bed down for the night? I think I'd go bed down for the night. Fighting the APOM all the way, trying to at least remove the batteries from the flashlight so he doesn't turn on in the middle of the freaking alley. <laughs> oh, he does. It's on the whole way. He is very proud of himself. Hip-hop, hip-hop. Uh. 
Okay, very good. So then, then Nick, you you walk home yourself. Um, and and again, I don't think you necessarily have any trouble getting home. You're in a, a slightly better part of of town than these two are, I think. But for the most part, the locals the locals kind of know you. They know that you keep to yourself. That that you mind your own business. You mind your p's and q's. So they kind of leave you be. Um, so you you get home successfully with with no trouble. Um, are you going right to bed, or are you going to get to work? I'm going to get to work. So uh, immediately when I get home, I take out this massive piece of like a massive sketch pad almost or graph paper, like giant graph paper. And this is how we do jobs when we scout places is Peridot scouts the layout where things are that I can't see. And then we draw up like a blueprint of what things look like and where things are for planning. So the second I get home, I pull this out. Peridot, you know, appears because she doesn't need to be invisible anymore. I go, to get the good goods girl and she's gonna look at you and she's gonna give you a very sable eye shrug that, that you kind of take to you immediately recognize as her saying well it wasn't the worst but sable eye and, and she bends down and, and the way I'm envisioning this, and correct me if I'm, I'm off base here, but I imagine that you've just got like an inkwell there. And so she's going to dip one of her claws in the ink and she's going to mm-hmm. start drawing and she's going to draw the maze. And it's going to be about what you would expect to be about half of, of the size of the maze that you were envisioning. And right towards the middle, she's going to stop and she's going to run over to a shelf and she's going to pull off, she's going to rummage a little bit through through some stuff. Uh, and she's going to pull out a candle. And she's going to come back. And in the middle of that map, she's going to place that candle and she's going to light it. And as she lights it with a will-o'-wisp, you notice there's actually a, a fresh and kind of shiny burn on her arm. Uh, and she's actually, for for gameplay purposes, she's actually received two harm since you've seen her last. As soon as I see that, I'm like, oh, shit, girl, you all right? Sable eye. She looks a little sheepish. She's she's honestly embarrassed. Is it safe to say that because what I do is fairly dangerous on a regular basis, that I would have a potion handy somewhere in my apartment? Not an excessive amount of them, but. Yeah, I think it's actually fairly safe to say that that as cautious of a person as Nick is by nature, that while he may know that the Joys in general don't make a policy of asking too many questions, particularly the, at the Pokemon Center in, in your neck of the woods, he's probably still very cautious to go there without extreme need. And so he's probably got quite a bit of Pokemon first aid apparatus just kind of lying around to doctor Peridot up himself at need. Okay, so yeah, I have some some potions and some stuff. I, I'm going to go get one of the little comic comical potion bottles and, and just spray it on her arm uh, and be like, is that better? She's, she seems to be immediately relieved. Sableye. Good, good. So, fire Pokemon in the middle, huh? Sableye. Interesting choice for a, for a maze. And once again, she lights up a Will-O-Wisp and holds it above her hand and looks at you, like, meaningfully. Mm-hmm. Oh god, what's the name of that fucking Is it Chandelure? The the Pokemon that looks like a candle? Or a candelabra? Chandelure is the, the fully evolved form, yes. Then what's the, the unevolved form? I don't rem- I never used it. <laughs> Litwick is the baby candle. Okay. Is it possible for me to like figure that out? Um I would say give me A Mystic? 
Yeah, let's do a mystic. Give me a mystic. Play. Like like a Pokemon knowledge kind of thing? Yeah. Oh, fuck no. I have no clue. Uh, <laughs> th- that's a five. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you are utterly baffled. All you can tell is that something burned your girl right good. And you've worked with her enough to also recognize the fact that when she is invisible, it's going to take something that is either extremely perceptive or of an attuned typing to see her. All right. I'm just going to make note of that. Like, I'll run it by the other two in the morning. So now that I know what the maze looks like, I'm going to try to clean the lines up the best that I can. So it's not just like a claw drag everywhere. I want this to look as clean as possible for planning purposes. Okay. I'm going to actually also draw in a rough outline of what the building looks like on the other side. Since I know what that building looks like. I was just fucking there. It doesn't have to be super detailed. Just this is where the building is. Roll an instinct for me, actually. Because you did examine the building before you were interrupted by by Jenny. Jesus. Uh, seven. Okay, so your cursory glimpse of the building gave you still, I think, a couple of, of insights. The grounds of the Minaki Manor were absolutely pristine. Uh, the flower beds were, were well manicured. They were seasonal and tasteful. There was, uh, the gutters were, were clean and, and fresh. Uh, the paint on the house is, is crisp and bright, but it still had an air of neglect or abandonment, specifically coming from the inside. You could tell that the curtains were rather dusty, that there were cobwebs in the windows themselves. While there was a light lit on the inside it it looked as though and i imagine that this is probably a sense that you would have honed after years as as a burglar you can kind of tell the difference between a light that is on because someone is living in a home and a light that is on that's attempting to give the illusion that someone lives within a home and it, it looked very much like someone just turned a light on for the sake of deterring someone such as yourself frankly. But otherwise, the the interior of the house seems very drab in comparison to the exterior, which is obviously incredibly well-kept. Okay. Once I get all of that down, can I make a roll using my, well, whatever stat that you pick, and my heist knowledge to plan the best way through the maze? Sure. Yeah, go ahead and Give me a give me an instinct for that one. I don't think you have sufficient information for it to be a mystic. Well, that is a 14. Okay, so you do very well. Unfortunately, because Peridot only made it halfway through the maze, you don't have quite sufficient information to be sure that you have the right path down, but you're able to narrow it down to one of three. You're able to get the start of the path, then it diverges about a third of the way through, and from what you can tell, any of those three options could potentially be the correct path. All right, I'm going to make notes of that again before I go to bed and probably forget a bunch of shit. And uh, once I have those notes down, uh, I'm going to look at Peridot and go, man, I, I never know if you sleep or not, <laughs> but I got I to gotta hit the hay, girl. We got a lot of work to do tomorrow. She's just kind of over in the corner now that she's done her part. She's just kind of contentedly watching you and, and waiting, essentially, and she's kind of nibbling on a, a zirconium. We'll say just a light a light yeah. before bed snack, snack. for, for Peridot. Um, and she just kind of cheeses at you and goes, Sableye, and, and just kind of settles in. Okay. I, I'm going to look at her and go, love you too, girl. And then I'm going to go to bed. 
Okay. So I think we can safely say that it is the next morning. And on the timetable we gave you initially, that gives you 24 hours to to complete this heist. You've all had the chance to, to, to varying degrees and with varying success, do your kind of preparation the night before. Um, but obviously there's there's still a lot that you don't know and that you haven't planned. I assume that that one of you is going to reach out to the other two in the morning. Yeah. So I wake up and the first thing that I say when I wake up, I don't know if you guys ever have this where you wake up and you have an idea or you think of something. I sit right up and I go, fuck, I didn't actually ask what we're taking. <laughs> and I reach for my phone and I send like a groggy like message to the two of them being like, lose 30 minutes. See you then, Nick. I don't even give them the, can you beat it's just be there in fucking 30 minutes and I'll get dressed and grab a shower and whatever else. And then head to lose. Okay. Are, are Annie and Sakamoto awake to receive this, this group text message or are you guys still passed out? What time in the morning is this? Um, we'll say 9am. Nine. Uh, what time does the Lou normally have me wake up for shifts? I think that Lou probably regularly has you working the the evening shift, so you're probably you're you're not due into work until I'd say probably two or three. Oh yeah, no. Then I'm like, I think I'm dead asleep, but I think that Scraggy still has my phone, and the vibration wakes him up. Okay, then then Slugger just kind of looks at it grumpily and chucks it at your head. Scraggy, <laughs> ah, fuck, Slugger. <laughs> And he rolls over and takes all your blankets. What the hell, man? <laughs> Shit, what is this? Oh. And I check the, the message and I'm like, God damn it. All right, rise and shine. And I like grab him by the head and I pick him up. And he punches you square in the nose. God. I throw him across the room. <laughs> he bounces. He's fine. Scraggy. And he stomps off to the shower and locks the bathroom door behind him so you can't have any. Shit. Oh, God. Oh, shit. I smell too. Fuck. Okay. So as, as Sakamoto has his predictably dysfunctional morning with his scraggy friend, Annie, are you, are you awake to get that text message or are you still getting some Z's yourself? I'm probably awake. Probably really groggy because I probably tried to stay up to try to take the flashlight from the APOM. <laughs> from Titan. Um, I probably managed to maybe get something. I don't know. But he probably still has it. You got it away from him. You hit it very well. He still has it this morning when you wake up. That's fair. Hip-hop, hip-hop. He's very, very pleased with himself. So so what, what's your morning routine going to look like? Are you going to stop on the way and get yourself a sauce bucks? A what? Oh. I thought that, I thought that one was clever. <laughs> 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 gonna get that coffee uh no no would not be getting coffee that one went right over my head i'm I, i'm sorry i thought that was good it was good it was good i'm just i'm just <laughs> slow today apparently and have lots of things on my mind you know this you just woke up it's fine <laughs> would i have anything to try to trade with the Ava <laughs> with uh satan <laughs> I will say that Annie would know from personal experience that the best way to eventually get this flashlight away from, from Saiten is to utterly ignore it. The more that you try to take it from him, the more he will desperately cling to it. That's fair. I'm going to start ignoring him then. Hip-hop, hip-hop! <laughs> he shines the light directly in your eyes. Damn it! 
<laughs> okay, so so is is everyone I, I take it going to make their way over to lose? After a lot of deodorant and cologne. <laughs> Once you can pry your Scraggy out of the shower, out of his morning beauty routine. Right. Which probably <laughs> takes 25 minutes, so probably have like five minutes to do anything and then get to lose. He, he has to wash his non-existent hair. Exactly, dude. Okay, so I, I think we'll we'll say that that Nick is probably the first one to arrive. He he seemed to be significantly more with it this morning than, than your dysfunctional asses were. <laughs> that is not unfair. So I I think that the way that I see this, and and again, if if you disagree, then by all means chime in. Um, but I think you guys arrive, and there is a clerk tending the counter. It's not Lou himself working the register this morning. Um, and they kind of wave at you. You would you would recognize them by face, if not my name. Um, and Angel is up and supervising, and is as grumpy as ever, going. Bah! And she's she's got a little a little coffee cup in her in her hand, and she's just trying to kind of trying to get her morning together. Are are you going straight down, Nick? Now that you know the way, I'm actually going to walk up to the counter and grab a pack of magnaments and uh, buy those and pop one in my mouth. And I look at the clerk. Does the clerk have a name? Her name will be shit i'm gonna have to remember this later because you're making me name this character god damn it uh her name's gonna be susan all right so i'm gonna buy my magnets which are kind of like they're mints but they're like pop rocks yeah you feel so. you feel a little tingle when you pop it in yep. your mouth yeah exactly and i go morning sue is lou downstairs and and she's gonna she's gonna give you a nod and say you know how it is irish coffee go on down okay thanks or God, there's no. there's no Ireland in Pokemon. What what would an Irish coffee be in Pokemon? <laughs> I I don't know. A, 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 a touch of the muck. <laughs> a touch of the muck. There we go. <laughs> I was gonna say Univan coffee. There's not a real like Ireland, but you know America is as close to drinking culture as that'll get. At least of the established. Uh... I don't know. They'd be drinking in France. Either way. I, I mean, yeah, but. French people don't drink like Germans. Americans want to drink like Germans. A touch of muck is good. I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you you all arrive in, in various states of disrepair, I think, and one by one pick up your assorted snacks from, from the shop, which, make no mistakes, there are cameras and you will be billed, even if you do not go oh, directly I paid to the cash money. register. <laughs> Lou will find you, and he will kill you. <laughs> Oh, dude, I, I he'll just stock my pay. It'll be fine. You wave your various good mornings to the very grumpy Baneri, and you make your way downstairs to where there's not a whole lot going on down there. It's still very early in the day, particularly for folks in your trade. I think that Jerome is not yet in. He stayed very late and closed up last night, but I I believe that his Malamar is probably still there and, and maybe is using its uh, its psychic powers to, to push a broom and, and sweep the place up. And you see Lou seated at the bar with a, uh, a a very large coffee mug and an equally large uh, bottle of what the what the fuck would Bailey's be? What is Pokemon Bailey's? Ah, uh, ah, uh, No, no, that's just gross. <laughs> <laughs> that's super gross um we will say that pokemon baileys would be a little bit of a delight cream 
<laughs> and he's pouring from that bottle liberally into his coffee mug and, and drinking his his morning coffee that appears to be more more vanilla cream than actual coffee <laughs> and he sees you guys come in and he's just like ha ah, i wondered how long it was gonna take you i look at him and i go yeah i <laughs> i forgot to ask you what we were taking uh care to uh, illuminate me and he's gonna give you guys a big grin and he's gonna be like i i, I get it you were excited i was excited my first time too it's it's fine and he's going to just from his back pocket pull out a photograph and he's going to slap it on the counter and actually it's when you get closer to look at it there's definitely a picture there but it's actually it's an old newspaper clipping but it's been like attached to a piece of uh like particle board or cardboard just to preserve it like like maybe i suppose of the three of you nick you would probably be the most likely to recognize this as uh, well and, and and tanner i assume and i'm probably getting the methodology completely fucking wrong but like a, a trick that librarians might use to uh preserve uh, a news like article newspaper. yeah yeah okay and and as you get closer you see that it is about a shrine in the johto region and the beautiful crystal bells that are contained within and you know, Lou is going to just kind of patiently look at you as you all kind of make your way over and you look at that paper and he's going to look at each of you in turn and he's going to say the Tin Tower in Johto was once filled with these bells. They're said to have all sorts of magical properties. I don't necessarily coach with, with any of that, but they're old and they're valuable. They were all stolen except for one. And that one is in that house. I have a clarifying question for you. How big are these? Very good question. So the bells are roughly, I'm not very good with dimensions, um, roughly the size of your your character's midsection. Like, like from, okay. from chin to waistline. So they can be carried. Yes, yes. It's, it's, it's a large burden, but they are carryable. Okay. I just wanted to check. And they are made of pure, pristine crystal. That should be fun to carry out the door. (laughs) And again, he's going to look back at you and he's going to be like, now a reminder, this is what our client wants, but she does not want the homeowner to know that this is what she wants. So you take this, but don't forget to fill your pockets with enough other things that he maybe thinks that it's just a regular burglary or at the very least he doesn't know which item was the focus i don't say it but i think to myself if i can carry anything else (laughs) nick's kind of a scrawny scrawny kid he's tall but he's he's lanky well i mean that's that's why he brought sakamoto so we can carry all the sacks (laughs) speaking of sacks i'm making notes to give satan a sack and just tell him to fill it when we're there Okay, so he's gonna he's gonna hand that newspaper clipping to to the three of you. I think directly to you, Sakamoto. You're probably the closest, and he's gonna say, "Okay, so you, you know what you're after. Do you need anything else from me? I, you've had the night to sleep on it. Do you have any questions? Where do we need to bring this once we have it? Bring it back here. Come in the back way, Sakamoto. You know the back way. It's the way that you got in initially. But come in the back way. Don't bring it through the shop for the love of Pete." 
but bring it back here once you've got it. Our our client is renting a room, so she will be around. It's actually a good point. If this thing is, you know, as big as, like, is, is you know, well, bigger than Slugger is, how the hell are we going to carry that across town without anybody noticing? Lou is going to kind of grin, and he's going to be like, that seems a whole lot like your problem, doesn't it? I'm going to look at Lou and go, you get shipments here, right? Obviously, for the store. I mean, yeah, somebody has to stock that damn slushy machine so you can drain it every night. <laughs> Fair. You got any crates? And a dolly? And and he's gonna he's gonna grin at you and he's gonna be like, I, I like I like the way you think. I'll have to take the rental fee out of your earnings, of course. I reach in my I reach in my bag and pull out a gemstone and go, Well this cover it. <laughs> And he's going to kind of chuckle, and he's going to be like, Sakamoto does the stocking. He knows where the supplies are. All right. So the way I see it is we get in there. We bring a crate with us. We fill the crate. Maybe two crates, because we can fit two on the dolly. We fill one with the bell, and one with whatever the fuck else that we can grab. And Sakamoto looks like a guy who uh, makes deliveries. So that's exactly what we're going to do. Unless anybody else has a better plan. It's not delivery, it's Diggersby. Mmm. Mmm. So good. <laughs> I don't know that I want a mud bunny near my pizza, thanks. <laughs> a mud bunny with Popeye ears. No thank you. Dude, he looks exactly like the Italian dude that they put on the frozen uh, pizza. I could see two uh, pizzas being held up by those ears. No, but th- the fucking box... Has a diggers be on it, and both hands are holding pizza boxes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well. At this point, you're just you're just clowning. So Lou's gonna kind of smile at you and be like, you know, good good luck, kids. I'm I'm rooting for you. And he's gonna find his cane and he's gonna make his way back upstairs to actually get to work. Now that he's good and, and proper boozed up to start his morning. You guys have the run of the place. He doesn't kick you out. So if you want to like kind of have a little planning session here, you're more than welcome to do so. I assume, Nick, that you fill your your comrades in. Both that you would fill Sakamoto in on what the fuck happened last night and then on what you found out via Peridot. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm going to motion everybody over to like whatever table is down here and I'm going to roll out the map that Peridot and I put together. Slugger, by the way, is just over in the corner wrestling with Satan over the flashlight. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> and and you're, you're all doing your best to ignore them. Yeah. Basically. I go over and unroll this fucking map of the place and Paradot's on my shoulder just looking over at the two of them and shaking her head. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, so here's the deal. Phil and Sakamoto in, I look at him and go, so last night when I went for a walk with my, my good, good friend, who was invisible, I ran into a Jenny with a ghost. And uh, that was real bad, for obvious reasons. Annie managed to steal her flashlight, and I used the opportunity to make that the more pressing issue and just let me get home because I was already in trouble with Mom. So there we are with that. She was working the night shift, so chances are she's sleeping during the day. We're not pulling this job at night. There's a good chance she works that beat, Every single night, we're not taking the chance. Which means we're doing it in the fucking broad daylight, which makes sense for a delivery. It works with the cover that we're making. Okay? 
here's the map that Peridot was able to get of the maze. So I'll point to the place where the candle, she put the candle in the center of the maze. She ran to a fire Pokemon here, burned her right good. This is as far as she got with the map. But looking at the layout for everything, I know the quickest way to get us in. And then there's three branching paths. One of them is going to lead to the house. The other two are going to be dead ends. Wish I was able to get more of the map for you, but they actually had a good little guard dog or candle. I look, see candle and I look at Paradon and I go, oh yeah, uh, she kept putting a candle down in this spot. Fire Pokemon, candle, does that ring a bell with anybody? Can see ghosts. I think I would just shrug. I don't think I would actually know what to look like. Sakamoto is. just doesn't even know well enough to try to roll for that. Do I have a Pokedex? I might be able to think of it. Could I try rolling? I mean, you technically do have Pokedexes, but they have limited features. You're not registered trainers. So you wouldn't necessarily have access to the encyclopedic uh, information contained within said Pokedex. I mean, I suppose you could just kind of flip through it. But... Yeah, you you already like shot your shot at identifying that boy. Yeah, yeah, Celeste, Annie can roll to see roll Mystic to see if she recognizes the description of that Pokemon, if she can put two and two together. Three plus one. Nope. <laughs> I I don't want to roll again, but I want to run something by you because something did not occur to me the night before to try. Okay. Are our smartphones slash Pokedexes like what level of complexity? Aren't they like in comparison to modern smartphones? I mean, they would they would be roughly equivalent to a a current generation smartphone. Can I ask fucking Porygon Z Siri? Is there a candle Pokemon that's also like a ghost or dark type and fire type? So I'm I'm trying to think of what the best way to handle this is because on the one hand. It's an established fact of the world that you have access to these Pokedexes and that they're encyclopedic. By their nature, they are Pokedexes. But on the other hand, I don't want to hand literally all information on any Pokemon you encounter to you by as simple as going, Siri, what the fuck is that thing? <laughs> I, I mean, that's what the Pokedex does. Uh, it is, but I'm trying to find the middle ground that we want to walk for this game. Well, right? I, I don't have... Why don't we say that... All known Pokemon are listed in the decks, like in a like just like if I Googled it, but it doesn't have the specific information because I'm not a registered trainer. So it'll say, yeah, this Pokemon exists or these are possible matches, but I don't have the Pokedex description. I don't have the height and weight. I don't have additional details. Does that work? Yeah, yeah, that tracks. And I, I will say it's very, very fortunate for you that it is, in fact, like a candle Pokemon that you're looking for. Because if it had just been like a dog, then the Pokedex would have been like, what the fuck is a dog? <laughs> uh, we found 800 matches. <laughs> But okay, so you're gonna you're gonna pull out your decks and you are going to ask ask Siri. You're going to ask Porygon. Yeah, I'm gonna ask Porygon. I'm gonna go, hey Porygon, is there like a candle Pokemon that's fire and or ghost or dark type? You know what? It's it's actually a Porygon. That's not the name of the app. There is a <laughs> Porygon that lives in that particular website and like directs you. <laughs> <laughs> so it just kind of zips around the page happily and it actually it, it 
jumps down into your dex applications and it pulls up like we'll call it the picture decks mm-hmm. um and it scrolls through a bunch until it finds a a picture that is of a a short fat little candle with a like bluish purple flame mm-hmm. and, and a cute little smile on its face and it points to it happily can the the i'm thinking animation if you will for the porygon be its little legs spinning <laughs> yes yes 100 okay. percent. Yes. very good very good i show the the decks to peridot and i go is this it and she's gonna shudder like she is not happy to see that picture <laughs> okay uh you don't have to look at it anymore i'm gonna show it to the other two and go this here uh and i point on the map i think slugger can punch that i think that'll be fine okay so the day's just getting started and this is when we would, well, when deliveries would be happening. Sakamoto, you probably know that. You probably unload the regular crates when they show up here. Yeah. Well, in the evening, right? Yeah, yeah, They They normally show up, like, around my starting time. So I have to run in, get the apron on, and then start getting shit into the store. All right. So my recommendation is that we leave here. We head right to the maze. This is the time when either kids would be on their way to school like or lunch or whatever the case may be, break won't be out of place for us to be walking around town. And we're not going to go direct through the streets. We're going direct through that fucking maze the best that we can. Get off of the main road ASAP. And then we'll get to the middle. We'll have to deal with the Pokémon in the middle and then we'll have to figure out where we go from there. Do you guys have any questions or concerns before we go in? Can we take like Hold up, before I finish this thought. Yep. Is there any reason why there would be showers in the store? <laughs> I mean, Lou lives in an apartment above the store. This is also a secret base below the store where people stayed for long periods of time, I imagine. Yeah, well, and I just established that there are rooms for rent. So, yes, there there would, in fact, be facilities. Can, can you give me, like, 30 seconds? Slugger wouldn't let me use the bathroom before we got here. Yeah, I mean, you have a lot of cologne on, and that's probably not great for pulling a heist. Right. And Peridot wrinkles what passes for her nose on a Sableye and goes, Sableye! She's, she's clearly not a fan of the perfume. Honestly, neither am I. It's leftovers from... <clears throat> anyway, I basically go upstairs, and um, I go to Lou, and I'm like, Hey, can I use one of the one of the showers down there <laughs> and and he's gonna kind of chuckle and and nod and he's gonna tell you where you can find the room keys which would be in like a, a not a locked box but in a box underneath the the bar downstairs and he's just gonna tell you to grab one that's not occupied and and, and help yourself but for god's sake to, to fucking clean up after yourself he's like oh definitely and go back to, to doing what he's doing, which is probably just harassing hardworking employees who are doing their jobs perfectly well without him. <laughs> that does sound like something he would do. Uh, yeah, so I'll I'll shower, and I imagine something like five minutes in, Slugger's gonna bust in and, like, try to own the shower while I'm in it. Okay, so, uh, so Sakamoto is currently showering off the horrendous stench of cologne that he's drenched himself in. What's What's Annie doing? Honestly, I'm just entertained by Slugger and Satan fighting over the flashlight since they're in a place that's not noticeable. At this point, Slugger has abandoned his struggle for the flashlight and is harassing Sakamoto since that is his favorite pastime. 
then I'm just ignoring Saiten since he's got the flashlight still. And he, and he is shining it like directly in one ear and he's genuinely surprised that the beam is not coming out the other. <laughs> okay, so our scene currently as it stands then is uh, Nick pouring over the, the map in front of him trying to think of any last minute details or preparations that he can make before he attempts to pull this job. Annie trying desperately not to give any attention to the monkey that is bobbing around her head proudly with his, his flashlight trophy. And Sakamoto, who is currently in the shower, trying to fight off his little scrappy lizard friend long enough to scrub his butthole. Uh, and I think that's where we'll call it for this week. Okay. When we come back next week, you guys are going to pull a heist. <laughs> or fail to pull a heist. <laughs> but we'll see. At least we're... I don't know. I feel pretty good about that. We managed to get out of me going to jail, which makes me super happy. We also got at least part of the map, so we have a plan. It's not perfect. We didn't get the whole map, but it's better than nothing. Which was quite very much a possibility with the way we ended last episode. Nick's really nervous. Like I I haven't put it out there, but he his heart was pounding when he got caught because he's he's a planner, but he doesn't usually get his hands dirty. You know what I mean? So like him having to be on site like calling shots and doing whatever is real stressful for him. Especially since Paradox got hurt. So he's pouring over that map, but there's definitely some sweat on his brow right now. And and I, I think as our last little touch, as as he is nervously pouring over this map, uh, a a giant squid tentacle comes down right next to him and, and drops a, a cherubii slushy right at his right hand. And and you, you just hear a little Malamar. I look at him and I go, You really are psychic. <laughs> And and he winks with his weird squid eyes, and the broom just continues to sweep because he's not doing it with his tentacles. That's a good place to leave it. 